Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the Dynamic Duo Podcast. We are Ashley and Megan, sisters, BFFs, and entrepreneurs who are raising babies and building businesses. We are taking things day by day and want to bring you along on this journey with us so that we can figure this shit out together. Us busy mamas need to stick together, am I right? So go reheat your lukewarm coffee for the third time and listen in while you're doing all the things, you multitasking co-wayne. So in this episode today, you're going to hear Ashley and I talk about all the things that we wish we would have known about being a parent before we became a parent. And there were actually a couple more I wanted to add that some Facebook friends commented on my post about this. So I wanted to share those with you guys as well. So you're going to hear some great ones during the episode, but then we also have one from Lori. She says, you never stop worrying. Um, from Kelly, it hurts my feelings to discipline my kiddos. Um, anything that is mommy's, they must have. 100% true. <laughs> Showering alone does not exist. Um, I knew my ki- kids' happiness would matter, but I didn't know to what extent or how willing I would be to fulfill it. Next one from Heather Diaper brands fit differently. Before I had kids, I thought a diaper was a diaper. They're definitely not. From Taryn, having them struggle through a task, crying or yelling so that they learn it and can do it themselves versus taking over and just to stop their emotions is ridiculously hard. From Meredith, you magically discover time and money you never had when you were single. I don't know how I fed a child healthy meals on a daily basis when I was single and couldn't afford to feed myself on the same income. Children will 100% try to peek under and a bathroom stall in public. That is from Sarah and I can attest that is true. From Jenny, it's never about you again ever. Even your birthday is about them. And then from Nikki, it's the realization that the The things I thought would be hard before I had kids are actually not that hard, but there's a whole world of things nobody talks about that are truly hard in a way you didn't know existed before kids. For example, the gray areas of right and wrong and when to discipline and when to let it go and when to step in and when to let them struggle. I never, ever feel like I know what I'm doing. So thank you for sharing if you did and make sure you listen to the full episode to hear Ashley and I talk about all the things Uh, that we didn't know before we became parents. Another one I wanted to add is as I was trying to brush my toddler's teeth this morning and having to hold him down in a like WWE style um, hold, I did not know that I would have to do that as a parent. Like, you know, you think, oh, tell them to brush their teeth, they'll brush their teeth. No, that does not happen, at least not for the moms. (laughs) So listen in. We know you're going to love this episode. Hey, welcome back. We are Ashley and Megan, your hosts of the Dynamic Duo podcast. Um, what you drinking there? You had a little food <laughs> dog. Um, Elvis juice. My husband Nick was like, I think I'm missing an Elvis juice. And I was like, oh no, you're not. It's right here. <laughs> it's not missing, it's in my hand. <laughs> um good cause. Yes. So we wanted to chat about like all the things that you didn't know before you become a parent. So like, obviously there are some givens that, you know, like 
it's pretty much a given. Like, you know, when you become a parent, you're going to have to deal with the diapering and the bodily fluids and occasional sickness and vomiting. And like, those things are normal. If you don't know those things, like you're living under a rock, like you have very Kids, un- ever. <laughs> unrealistic expectations of parenthood. It's like, those are obvious, but like, what are some things we were talking about this before we hit record, like what some things that came to mind about you didn't really know that this would be your life. <laughs> so this might like, I think this is an uncommonly known one. And it's um, that when you are, well, okay. So I have two kids of one is 14 and one is over. She's 15 now. Yes. She is 15 and a little over two. So with her, I was 19 when I had her Layla. So I didn't breastfeed um, with Luxon, the toddler I did. I was unaware that when you're breastfeeding, like your period is very abnormal, even, you know, of course, after you postpartum and you get all that, everything's back to normal. I was unaware that it, you don't have periods or they can be very abnormal when breastfeeding, like literally mm-hmm. had no idea. And so yeah, that's a good one. I don't think a lot of people know that some people I, literally don't have it at all. Like, it's not just abnormal the whole time, nothing. I was just like, Lord. And I told Nick, my husband, and he's like, literally, that's what made him schedule a vasectomy (laughs) in addition to many other things. But he's just like, just even the thought of, because, you know, it was like, he was a few months old and and this was happening. So he's just like, no, thank you. So I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, um, I had heard, I think I did know that before I had kids, but I don't think a lot of people know that. So that's a really good, good one. Okay. So another one you were saying, um, before was like the amount of time that it takes to go somewhere. Like you no longer get to just walk out the door, be like, oh yeah, I'd really love to go, you know, grab some Chipotle, like, let me just go real quick. Like, no, no, it's like, you have to weigh the pros and cons. Like, is it worth getting everyone in the car, packing all the bags, like, especially if you have little ones with like diaper bags and just to go get something. It's like, most of the time it's like, "Mm, never mind. (laughs) Because it's just stressful. Is like when you're nursing or bottle feeding, like that takes even zero to a year takes the longest, like all the diapers and, and the milk or the formula. Like, no, this is why DoorDash and Instacart and all of these things. Yes, please. Because oh my gosh, yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm literally so thankful that I was born in a generation with convenience things and apps like for everything. Can you imagine like, oh, the freaking, the parents of the prior generation, uh, like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they did everything perfectly, but without a car seat, they don't care. (laughs) Right. But they had it rough, man, for like, they had to do it the real deal. Like they didn't have conveniences. Like we have, like granted every generation, you know, has it better than the last and you think like oh I can't imagine doing it how they did it you know that was like the stone age but seriously like every time I trick myself into thinking it's a great idea to take a child to the grocery store no I immediately regret it like 
immediately. I'm like, what was I thinking? Why did I do this? I'm an idiot. I am dumb. (laughs) Grabbing legit, like one to two items. No, even then you don't get to just grab one to two items or you fight with them the whole freaking time because they ask for a hundred other items or they're touching everything or they're screaming bloody murder. If they're a toddler and they don't want to be in the cart because they want to stand like a crazy person and not like sit and be buckled. Yeah. It's a hot freaking mess. So, um, Luxon loves being worn still. Like, I don't know why. So I'll just freaking wear them. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's great. Um, yeah, it's just a mess. Like, okay. Phoenix and Ellie are five and six. And I feel like this is like the first, like their age now, currently, I feel like I can take one of them somewhere and maybe not lose my mind depending on where we're going um if it's somewhere that has kids stuff it still literally makes me want to go insane and it is just like very very mentally exhausting and it's just not worth a headache for sure I'm trying to think of some um oh back to nursing again another thing as a parent is like you don't realize how becoming a parent opens the door for other people to comment on everything you do. Yeah. The unsolicited advice. Oh my Lanta. Yes. Literally like in nursing was, was one for me because I nursed the boys till 15 months. I feel like everyone in our family and my husband's family had something to say about nursing them after 12 months. It's like they hit 12 months and it's like, they want you to magically freaking be like, cut them off cold Turkey. <laughs> like you don't have to do that anymore. And it's like, uh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. I asked your opinion. It's also, it's also this really great diet that works for me. So, <laughs> oh yes, for sure. That's like, like, uh, that was a huge motivator for me. That's another thing. And I think that's different for every person. Not every woman who nurses like loses weight, but like, for me, it was like my diet for sure. I nursing like helped me, um, burn all the calories. Like I literally had more cravings nursing than I did while being pregnant. And nursing cravings were crazy. That's another one. Like I didn't know there was a such thing as nursing cravings, like legit. I, um, wanted all the sweets and I'm typically not a sweets eater. And I, yeah, in the moment I quit nursing, like about four to six months later, it's like the fluctuation of the pounds come back and I'm like, dang it. I don't think mine took that long. Like, so when I was nursing, I was still working full time. So I would have to, but again, I was like going up four flights of stairs at our building and I would take the stairs instead of the elevator just because I'm a healthy queen and not really. the little things and so I would do that and like we had a workout class that I I did every morning for 20 minutes um at work and I was just trying to like do everything that I could I didn't know you did that oh yeah it was uh, yeah it was That's like amazing I know Good for you the gym on the first floor and it was legit just like a 15 20 minute thing but anyway so um and then like literally the moment I stopped I felt like I gained weight but for me he stopped latching for whatever reason I think around like seven months but then I continued to 
exclusively plump until a year, which was a hot freaking mess. Like it's just very, very hard to only plump, especially like keeping your supply up and like, oh, it's just stressful and it owns you, especially when you're going into an office. This was pre-COVID. So like I'm having to go to the new mother's room every couple hours and it was just like wild. So yeah, it owns you. For sure. Even, yeah, even I think that if I had to go back to my full-time job when I had Phoenix, because obviously I was home when I had Jack, um, that I wouldn't have had success with it as long as I did, because I was able to be chained to the baby. Cause that's what I was. I was essentially chained to the freaking baby. Like it was like, you don't realize how often they nurse, especially in the beginning, um, as someone who has not nursed before it's like constantly it's like every hour and each time like when they're real little and trying to figure it out like it takes like 20 minutes to nurse so it's like you nurse for 20 minutes you they go to sleep they wake up and then they want to nurse again like literally an hour and a half later from the beginning of when you nurse before so you have like a 30 minute like 40 minute buffer and then they're on again. So it's like, you can't, if you want to run to the store or do a quick errand or do something with like you, it's so hard to, even if you have them with you, because then you have to figure out where you're going to nurse and you're not really confident nursing yet because it's a tiny little baby and they haven't mastered it. And, you know, obviously it gets a little bit better when they get a little older and don't need to eat as often. But yeah, I remember feeling like I like just the stress level. I'm not, nor, I'm not typically like a very stressed or anxious person. And like during nursing stages of life, I feel the stress because like you get worried, like what if I'm not there and they're hungry and I'm the only one that can feed them. And like, you're just constantly watching the clock and being paranoid and like, just trying to rush. Like, it's just, it just like changes the whole mood, you know? Yeah. This is why I really um, so Luxon was a month early, as you know, and so of course he was in the NICU and had to bottle feed and it was supplemented and all the things. So he initially learned how, how to, you know, feed from a bottle and breastfeed. So that was really, really beneficial because he could do both. So of course I could pump and freeze milk and like and usually that doesn't happen until later. And, you know, yeah. When, so that was really nice because then dad can help or whoever. And like, yeah, you know, oh, sleep and baby sleep. Okay. Or fold some laundry and do all the things. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I just have a funny story to share. Share, share away. Not about breastfeeding though. It's just about like, things you have to do when you're a mom. So, um, Luxon's like, I guess potty trained or potty training or like we're walking that path. So he has this little baby dino that's probably like the size of your thumb. And he was going poop on the potty and had it with him. Oh no. Did the dino get in the potty? Oh, he (laughs) dropped him in there. And I, he's like, get him, get him. He's in the poop. Get him. And <laughs> then you put him in there. You get him out. That's what I would have said. It would have been so much more messy, but like, and 
oh, we don't have those yellow like dish gloves because we have a dishwasher and it's not 1964. So we, not we, I. So Dino, he puts, there's a little poop nugget in, in the water, not a little, a medium to large size poop nugget in the water. Dino's in the water. He's very tiny. And so I'm like, you had to fish through some poop to get to Dino. I don't think it would make a big deal because he's so tiny. Or do I try to fish him out? So, so I'm like, fish him out. I fished him out. You know, I fished him out. And like, he was right in between two turds. This is so gross. <laughs> gosh this is so disgusting I've totally had to fish things out of the toilet before though so did I touch any poop and like and then Lexi you didn't touch any poop no he was in oh. between two I thought you meant like touching maybe I'm not sure but it's fine either way we washed him off I washed my hands he was in between two little nuggets so like I just picked him out and that's so and funny in the same day he pooped in the bathtub I'm like your deal oh yeah poop in the bathtub that's another thing you don't know about before you become a parent that that's a thing it's a real thing literally um ellie and phoenix both did it jack has not done it yet but i'm about to knock on someone because i'm sure he's pooped in the shower but just not in the bathtub not during a bath but yeah but easier cleanup but what because you don't have to literally yeah but like a shower you can literally pick it up and then sanitize like that little area it doesn't disinfect the entire bathtub of water like that you have to let out and sanitize and clean and then relet like that's just a hot mess a hot mess for sure um so yeah the poop in the bathtub that that was I don't think everyone knows that maybe we're wrong maybe everybody knows that I don't know um did it too Um, yeah it's definitely a thing so what about I think obviously people know that babies don't sleep, but I think people think that it stops when they're young and that they start sleeping through the night magically by like four months old or something. And I think there might be some of those miracle babies out there, but my kids are not those babies. Ellie was a great sleeper. Literally. She was one of the like weirdos who like slept through the night by like six months and really has yeah like literally didn't really regress she loves sleeping she still loves sleeping phoenix and jack are so opposite and they then her and she i'm sorry they do not like phoenix sleeps now but he's five and it was probably till like age two or so before he like really fully was sleeping through the night like uninterrupted and doing it consistently and jack is a hot mess. It was two in October, and he literally, like two months ago, started waking up in the middle of the night again. And he didn't sleep through the night until he was like 16 months, like after I stopped nursing. He finally started sleeping through the night. And then two months ago, he started getting up in the middle of the night again and in early in the morning. So he'll get up. He usually gets up once between like 10 and midnight, and he gets up again between like two and four, and then he's up around 6 a.m. And I'm like, what in the actual F is happening? It's a problem. I think he's maybe getting his molars. That's definitely some, uh, or not molars. Is that, is that right? Yeah, two-year molars, I think. Yeah. There's also yeah. sleep regression around two years. So I don't know. I, I don't see any molars. I checked and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's I just your pediatrician. Like, I just, I mean, what are they going to do? Tell me to get some freaking children melatonin, which I can do, but that's probably it's fine. <laughs> I'm not, but I, 
Oh, I'm not against it either. We did have to do it for Phoenix, like when he was younger, temporarily, and then we stopped. But I don't, I don't think it's good long term. But I think short term is okay. Um, I was going to say something, and now I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Anyways, anything else that comes to mind on this topic? We would love to know too if you have like something. <laughs> share it. Um, if you're watching this or listening to this, share it on our stories on Instagram and tag us. Um, and let us, I would love to know the best, of course, like the best, like mothering advice that you've gotten, like, obviously sleep when they sleep Mm -hmm. easier than done. We know, but like, just like Mm -hmm. random things that have been helpful to you. I really thought uh, lactation cookies and like all the lactation stuff was really helpful um, when like my supply was was not good. Um, yeah. So, and, and again, that's something I had no idea about until, and I feel like this time around being, you know, I learned so much more just even from choosing to breastfeed and not breastfeed. And the reason not doing it the first time was so dumb, like being 19 and, and like worried about my boobs, like don't care. Married AS, they're small, don't care. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing <laughs> since we've been talking about Saggy, you're yeah. still, you're still a queen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, yes, they literally are like deflated pancakes <laughs> after nursing, like nursing literally deflates your boobs, man. Like it's so annoying because the cup size is the same, but they're, they're just lower. Yes. Like they're just like flattened. They're not, it's so weird. It's so weird. Anyways. Okay. We need to pivot. Huh? Oh, nothing. I just said you could just get a little lifting bra or. Oh yeah, sure. When I decide to wear a bra, which is like a couple of times a week and it's usually a sports bra. <laughs> I put one on actually for this. I didn't have one on. I was like, if, if COVID stop, taught me one thing, it's to it's been to go from like homeless to flawless in like six minutes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I can totally make fake the took a shower look real quick. <laughs> yeah, not that flawless, but oh, hair, like, can we talk about hair loss? Oh, yes. That's a oh. really good one. Yeah, I was just postpartum hair loss is a thing. And I did not know that that was a thing before having kids. Like I, even now, two plus years after having Jack, like I still have thinning spots around my um, forehead. And like, it was bad. I felt like I was legit going bald, which sucks. I know it was bad. I remember like trying to get creative with my part to try to hide like spots that were like hang on back here what or like put a headband on so here's the thing normally I've read that it's like comes within six months or whatever like mine came like six to eight months after he was born so I was like my hair was living its best life and then out of nowhere this happened and I was like what the but with Layla, it didn't happen. So again, I'm not sure if it's like an older thing or just like hormonal or genetic or whatever. I think, I think nursing um, is part of it too. Yeah. Because I think it delays it because you still have a lot of the same hormones when you're nursing that you do when you're pregnant. And yeah, um, 
Yeah. So I think that delays it. So mine didn't actually stop like, and I didn't start a lot of the regrowth until after I stopped nursing. Yeah. Like, so it goes for a long time. It isn't like, just like, you know, oh, a few months after you have the baby and then it starts growing back for me. It was literally, it literally took up until like six months ago before it started growing back. I didn't even notice mine occurring, like the loss occurring until six to eight months after he was born. Yeah. And I think that's about when mine started happening too. But yeah, during like being pregnant and right after pregnancy, like, um, literally luscious, thick hair, loved it. And then then it's like, it just all goes to crap and it all have this. Yes, for sure. Um, okay. Anything else we want to add before we, before we end this episode? Um, I had a couple more written down, like, uh, the fact that nothing is yours. What were you about to say? Oh yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Nothing is yours. Like food items, nothing. Also, I found myself like thinking back on how I behaved. Well, because I have a teenager probably, but like how I behaved when I was a child and like, it has just made me so much more appreciative of my parents our parents and like that's something that you don't think about I don't think when when you're having children like how it will affect you as a as a daughter right for sure I totally agree with you on that um okay so I remember another thing that I wanted to tell that I was trying to think of earlier and I couldn't remember so here's one so like literally as a parent I think we think going into it before we become a parent we think like Oh, like we're going to do all these awesome things with our kids and it's going to be great. We're going to go on like vacations and we're going to throw them these amazing birthday parties or like, we're going to like put our literal blood, sweat and tears and hours into like Pinterest projects and all these things. And we think they're going to be like, Oh, thanks mom. You're the best. This is the best day ever. And you know what they do? They're like, I didn't want that. Or they immediately cry and they're like, but I asked for this and why did you give me that? Like literally end of world or, you know, end just literally everything is the end of the world. When you expect them to react a certain way, they don't. They're like, this is stupid F you. And they give you a run for your freaking money. Don't spend your time thinking about me. Huh? What? You're a terrible person. Don't spend your time thinking about me. Yeah, like literally, I just feel like when, it's like when you, when you feel like you've put so much effort into something and you're expecting them to be grateful and appreciative, they ain't. And then when you're on the, like the last thread and you're going to freaking lose it, that's when they're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, what did you say to me with like crazy eyes? And they'll be like, mm-hmm. I love you, mommy. <laughs> I'm like, it's right. You freaking better yeah, love me. You love me. <laughs> Oh, like I struggle with you is like one expectation versus reality. And uh, then with having a teenager, like as you know, sometimes I, I, I'm, I'm not diagnosed, but I think I'm like, I have anxiety, um, or possibly OCD. We don't know. You should go uh, try to get diagnosed. It might help. But anyway, so I. Moving on. So I sometimes and when I say sometimes like very rarely we'll clean um 
Layla's room. And when I say clean, I just mean like pick up. No. Not pick up? No, like pick up, sweep, Lysol wipe, change the sheets, wash them, organize everything, like do everything. <laughs> and when she'll say, get pissed about the things I threw away without yeah. saying you. Like, well, because catch. it wasn't bothering her, it was bothering you. But like, you're welcome. But it wasn't so a pain point for her. Really, why you are sneezing all the time? Because you have dust mites in your room. <laughs> are dust mites a real thing? I need to Google that. Is that like a your picture? A wives' tale of like. I don't know if that's the name of them, but little they like cluster like little balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, let me mute myself. Nick's whispering from the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, that it's called dirt. <laughs> yeah. It's just called dirt for sure. Um, okay. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of us rambling about all the things that you didn't know about parenthood before you became a parent. We would love to hear yours. So um, share that with us in your stories and be sure to tag us. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave us a review wherever you are listening, or just take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and share it to your stories and tag us. We are on the gram at dynamicduo.pod and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notifications every week when we drop new episodes. Chat soon.